Brock Lesnar could be coming back to WWE and Triple H is teasing some big plans for after WrestleMania. Find out more by searching Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our little island in the sun that we call Nine Picharoonies. I've got him. We were all having a little Weezer sing along before off camera. And Andrew did a little cheeky smile when I said that there. But yes, it's time now to get serious now. It's time for Nine Pictures. I have to give credit to the wonderful Tom Campbell for being the brainchild of this idea, Tom. Hey, you got your big Mm -hmm. cheese. I got oh, my hash What um, what are we talking about today? Uh, today, uh, with mere days to go until fates are decided forever, or until the next one, uh, we're going to do nine pitches for the WWE draft. Uh, this can be simple cases of where you think certain stars will land and what they'll do. Mm-hmm. They could be maybe bigger ideas for how a roster will evolve post. Draft. Yes, yeah, so we've kept, we've kept it quite broad or quite loose, but it's all going to be in some way related to the impending draft. Yeah, which I think at the time of recording is about to happen on Friday Friday? slash Monday. Yeah. Yes. Um, Andrew is here as well. Hi. Are you? How are you? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I'm just happy about our Weezer sesh early on. He is good. coming through. I'm trying to, but it looks like pubes. No, 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 so no, no. I'm no, trying to bypass trying that stage. Artist. It's looking yeah, good. It's looking strong. strong. Yeah, it's looking well, good. it's looking like summit. More than I could Pews. achieve, I believe. No, yeah. no, no, no. Don't. You I look very right. cleanly fresh. I had a shave last night. You look very nice. Uh, my skin mm. feels dry post shave. No, it looks good. It looks good. It looks good. I always feel like it changes. The, I look a bit more round faced. I look like a cherub boy, and I don't <laughs> yeah, like, like a cherub boy. Um, so cherub we'll just boy. Um, we'll just crack on, shall okay. we? Pitches Let's all. Awesome if you've never seen a pitches video before, <laughs> we're gonna go around in a circle. Andrew, then Tom, then myself. Andrew, then Tom, then myself. Andrew, then Tom, then myself. And we'll be left with. Nine wonderful pitches relating to the WWE draft. But remember that golden rule. It's not what we think's going to happen. It's It's what what we want to happen. happen. He never plays ball. (laughs) Andrew, Andrew, he never plays ball, that Tom Campbell. I'm going to start throwing to you and he's going to interrupt me and go, it's what we want. I'm just so cross already. Join us. Oh, oh. Right he's now, got you. Now at the end, he's going to do the. He is. The, he is. How dare you? 
unpredictable. I'm worried he's going to do it at some point now that I just don't know when. What an anxiety. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's, it's, like when my, it's like when my government sent alarm didn't go off on my phone oh, the other day. Yeah. You weren't one of the chosen ones. No, I'm on three. Oh, so, uh, yeah. And now you're on fire. Uh, <laughs> Andrew. Yes. Um, your first pitch, please. Well, a li- I mean, things were a little bit unpredictable last night in terms of Triple H. He announced this new World Heavyweight Championship title belt, right? So... I wrote my pitches, obviously, as I'm sure we all did, sort of before this announcement. Yes. So there's little bits and pieces, but the, we can reference it. We can, on a whim, we can divert things on a, on the fly and we'll see what's going on. Okay. Right. So it, it's literally the simplest pitch in the world to begin with. Right. The brand split needs to be quite literally a definitive brand split. No more going between hither and thither, doing whatever you so desire, no, you will stay on your brand. Stay there forever, or else I will <laughs> smack you. All right? I don't know what's wrong with me today. I've had, tea, no, I've no. had a coffee and so, some iced tea. If someone leaves like the setting for Raw and maybe gets on a bus towards SmackDown, are you waiting there? Ah, oh, I'm, I'm waiting there, all right. Back in your box. I'm with a the, giant hand. With a broom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get back in. Yeah. Get back on that bus. <laughs> so uh, whilst it's most certainly been beneficial for the TV networks to have WWE's top stars cross between brands frequently over the last few years, with Triple H stepping up to the plate as head of creative and re-signing several new talents, well, not new talents, re-signing several talents once again, it feels imperative to create space for these wrestlers to help them build and grow into more meaningful roles. Uh, so with WWE's top stars floating between brands and popping up on our screens multiple times a week, it feels as though it leaves less television time for Triple H's re-signings to really get over and break through with the fans as well. There's been like varying degrees of crowd reaction for certain people, but nothing to me at least that signal that the fans are particularly behind any specific one of these superstars so right. far. And that's why I think a focused and definitive brand split could work wonders with uh, WWE's now strong roster of characters. I'm thinking like sort of back to the old days of the SmackDown 6, where you had like, you know, Raw was the definitive brand, the big brand for a lot of people at that time. I think within WWE, it was seen as the top brand, but the SmackDown 6, they made you want to go and watch that brand. It helped each show have an identity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It certainly did. Um, and a period, that period there helped create some of the biggest and most beloved stars in the industry that are still going strong to this day. Um, and then, so this is a little bit that was written sort of before the announcement of the new title belt. Uh, I said this, then in turn, it can help create those future stars and have them uh, seem like genuine threats to Roman Reigns and the undisputed tag team champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I believe that undisputed champions shouldn't be stripped of their titles, as I said, this was before, but rather defend each respective title on its own brand. Therefore, then you can have contained stories for both SmackDown and Raw and build separate stars in the process. Now, at that point in time, I was like, for the TV networks, there's still the benefit of having some of the biggest stars in the company, the Undisputed Champions, on both brands for perhaps a number of months following the split. But at the same time, WWE then have the opportunity to build new stars and challenges to hit similar levels of popularity who can then step into the roles and become, in theory, the next biggest things. And again, as I wrote here, now this was written before we had the announcement from, as of this time of recording, last night's Raw, in which we were introduced to the new World Heavyweight Championship design and the fact that Roman Reigns will only be drafted to one specific brand. This draft, though, is shaping up to be a great way uh, that new stars can have meaningful storylines and build-up, especially since now there's a vacant world title up for grabs and uh, on, on one of the brands, depending on where Roman lands. So now, like, basically, what I was saying 
we need the, we need to build new stars, I think, in this new era, especially as we've got so many re-signings from, from this Triple H era. And now I think with the inclusion of this World Heavyweight Championship, I think it's the perfect time to do so. We can have a tournament to crown a new champion. Uh, we can have, like, you, you know, your Johnny Gargano's go up against your Seth Rollins and things like that. They've had a little bit of back and forth in the Elimination Chamber as well, which is really cool. So there's still things to grab onto that you can then go forward. But it just feels like this brand split needs to be something that can help push these talent forward, not only on the men's side, but on the women's side too. I think especially on the women's side at this point, there's a lot of re-signings. And a lot mm. of people we've been really excited to see back on our TV not really do anything of, uh, of value at all. And it's uh, it's such a shame to see because it's a strong women's roster as well, but just nobody's having the chance to shine, I don't think. Because a lot of these bigger factions and everything are crossing between brands and doing this, that, and the other. And then that usually takes up a lot of the storyline of... The ev of the evenings of the shows. Yes. Your judgment days and your bloodlines and this, that, and the other. So There's no yes. time for Tegan Knox. Yeah, to shine. exactly. Yeah, 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 things just seem to get cut, um, which is such a shame. And uh, so, yeah, that's why a definitive brand split. It has to be definitive. It's very simple, but please no more floating between hither, thither, and every wither. I agree with you. Thank you. I'm glad that your pitch is concerned about WWE becoming undone. Mm. The sweater song. Oh. oh, it's a yes from me. Thank you. It's a it's it's a it's a simple pitch, but complex where it needs to be. Um, I I I agree with the idea that it needs to be a focused brand split. So I'm going to give it a yes. Uh, having said that, I would say that I think whilst Roman has two belts. He should be on both shows. Mm. It feels, and I, and I said this in a video that, that was published the other day that uh, might get really out of date very quick, but I genuinely believe that the WWE World Heavyweight title feels like a consolation prize. Yeah, yeah. Whilst Roman Reigns is still like the dominant force in wrestling. Mm. Yo, yo, I've got to agree with my dog, Tom Campbell. On that one. No, I agree. No, I completely agree. I don't see I what they do. What do they do now then that Roman's got Obviously, still the two titles. Do they consolidate that into one? I mean, they off, they often. I, I was saying to Tom, what is what now becomes of the legacy of their longest belt, the Bruno the, belt? The, the, yeah, the Bruno. I was thinking too. What happens? Do we not talk about Bruno? It's just part of. Uh, if, it's still, if it's still called it's my favorite Weezer song, <laughs> um, <laughs> is that legacy of that belt now just buried beneath the universe? That's what I'm, th and that's it. Do, does it now because the obviously the Universal Championship is the championship that Romans had for the longest time. That is that is what yeah. I feel like the reign is is very. Much I see him as on. more a universal champion than a Ex WWE. So yeah. what happens then if the WWE title is gone? Well, it's just the universal. Then well, yeah. well, Cody can never finish the story. Then can he? Just amalgamated. The story always goes on as Triple it's H. It always goes on. It's a never-ending story. Hash pipe, hash pipe, hash pipe. Surf Wax America. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a yes from me. It's a yes from me as well. There's, there's lots of things coming out of this, I think, with the announcement of this new title. Where? I was going to keep doing that until you ended because I was about to go, Tom, your next picture. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, there's a lot of things now coming out of this uh, episode of Raw, I feel like, and, and perhaps the draft as well when we get to know where everybody is. There's, it, I feel like it poses more questions than answers at the moment. Which is which gives, is a good thing. Which gives us more content. And it certainly does. <laughs> it certainly does. Uh, Tom, your first pitch, please. <laughs> right, I've uh, so Andrew, my 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 wonderful colleague to my left, 
and everybody's left, uh, has gone for uh, a more rounded overview. Yes. Yeah. I've gone for the plight of one particular. Oh, okay. Oh, hello. And, and to do so, uh, I'm bringing back an old, uh, an old style draft from the early noughties. Yes. We're doing the draft lottery. Yes. Forget this tactical decisions. I want to press the shuffle button on the playlist. Mm. Okay. Second night of the WWE draft, Raw and SmackDown have all but decided on on their rosters. There's a few names still left to discover their fate. Adam Pearce takes the podium and hits the draft lottery randomizer. Baron Corbin has been drafted to NXT UK. Oh, hang on. What? Here's the thing. There's nobody's been drafted to NXT UK. So everyone goes, huh? Even Baron Corbin's like, what? What do you mean? And there's, and there's confusion all around. So yeah. Baron has a chat with Adam and goes, Adam, what, what was that? And Adam goes, well, apologies. There's, a, there's been a glitch in our system. Um, it only occurred to you, it only happened on your name, weirdly. There's no one else. NXT UK hasn't come up at any point tonight. We can only apologize. However, the draft must be adhered to. <laughs> so here's your plane tickets. <laughs> <laughs> one way flight to London, Heathrow. He gets a taxi to the BT Sports Studio, still set up for NXT UK. Very <laughs> dusty, though. So he goes in there. He's the only one in there. He dusts, he, you know, dusts everything, mm. sweeps the ring, clears the floors, gets the lighting rig set up. And every week, it's Baron Corbin <laughs> and NXT UK. He interviews he? himself backstage. <laughs> he competes against inanimate objects. Oh he, my uh, God. he, while shouting out commentary as well oh and building to future God. matches, uh, it takes a twist. Uh, about five or six weeks in, when Baron Corbin is in his two out of three falls match against the kitchen mop, where there's a banging on the door, a door at the back of the room, and finally the door comes crashing off its hinges. It's Ashton Smith with, what, with, his, with his UK tag team title Whoa. going, oh, I'm finally out. Anyway, what's happening today? What are we doing? And he's not, he doesn't know what's happened. So Baron Corbin has to politely explain to him, everyone, it's just me. It's just you. Like, where's where's everyone else? I, mm. I think this could be genuinely the thing that revives the UK wrestling scene. <laughs> <laughs> because it's tailored exactly to the British sense of humour, because yeah. it's rubbish, but in a funny way. <laughs> Baron yeah. Corbin going slowly mad wrestling buckets and boxes. <laughs> that is brilliant. That's it, that's the pitch. Because he gradually kind of loses grasp on reality. It, it well, well, that's it, because obviously Ashton Smith's there. Oh, yeah. Mm. And, and so he's fighting away. with like, And so therefore he starts fuming with Ashton Smith. They start hanging out together nice. at night. You know, you know, <laughs> late night, just sort of drinking, yeah. looking over the kingdom they're creating. And then um, it's one like day, like for Godo, this. So what, <laughs> then one day, Baron Corbin's just like scrolling through his phone, and he notices, "Oh, what's this? Oh, Ashton Smith's wrestling for ICW, but he stood right next to. He's gone. <gasps> oh my! Ashton God. Smith was a figment of Baron oh Corbin's imagination. God. Wilson constructed <laughs> to keep him sane. <laughs> That is quality. He is the Wilson that's of NXT UK. Oh my god! So that and that's the plight of Baron Corbin. He may make it back. I don't know. We'll keep it loose and fast. Oh, this depending is, if we get picked up for a third season. This is a resounding yes for me. Yes, uh, I would tune in every week. Ah, what you didn't before when NXT UK was a thing? <laughs> I would. What do, you, what do you mean? I would continue to. It would. Okay. NXT UK would okay. continue to be my favorite brand in WWE. <laughs> 
Uh, it's a yes from me. Yeah. Because I think if anything, Baron Corbin flourishes in <clears throat> roles like this. That's yes. my thinking. And uh, and anything to bring my full of NXT. <laughs> in one way or another, bring it back. Another. Even the Heritage Cup's gone with no arm over the. It uh, has, yeah. Normal NXT. Yeah. Mm. Normal no. NXT. Normal, <laughs> normal NXT. NXT. <laughs> Did you hear that? Normal he, NXT. Yeah, well, yeah. okay. Well, NXT original, original NXT. <laughs> NXT is. Um, <laughs> my first pitch was the most obvious choice to me when you mentioned, Tom, that you wanted to do a nine pitches for the draft. And I thought, who is the most obvious move in the draft that first springs to my mind? And in my mind, it was so clear that I was worried that one of you guys would have already taken the idea. So I actually asked you, you did. Off mm. if any of you mentioned this person and you hadn't. So I've gone for it. <gasps> I'm going for it. What? Oh. In a Yorkshire accent. <laughs> um, I think that Gunter is the most obvious person uh, because what happened is I basically thought Gunter's been loads of people on SmackDown by now in his really excellent IC title mm. reign, which has been maybe the best thing in WWE currently. Yeah. Um, so I was looking through the Raw roster on Wikipedia for people to potentially draft the SmackDown to face him, and I realized I'll just do it the other way around because there's too much choice on Raw. I'll just draft Gunda to SmackDown, and that's where he can... Uh, sorry, Gunda to Raw, mm. and that's where he continues his reign. I know the drawback here is that you're taking away one of the best elements of the blue brand over the past year or so, which is true, especially with Roman Reigns often absent. But I think maybe... You could turn SmackDown into the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens show with a potential emphasis on tag team wrestling at the top Ooh, of the card. Oh, hello. It's unlikely, but you know, mm. you've also got Rhea Ripley there who looks like she's going to be a really strong, good women's champion. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think the brand will be okay. You could also go in multiple directions with this upcoming US title match at Backlash, swapping whoever wins that bell or retains it, if it's Austin Theory, over to SmackDown in place of Gunda to keep everything balanced. Anyway, here is a list of people currently on Raw I would like to see feud with Gunter. Rollins, Balor, Cody, Lesnar, Riddle, Otis, Omos. I'm a big Omos sapien. Yeah. I, I would actually like to see Omos versus Gunter. Um, Logan Paul. And finally, uh, I think he should lose the belt to Chad Gable. Yeah! Oh, the words have barely come there out. Did you know I was going to... something in something somewhere. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I can tell you. Oh, no. But I, yeah, oh, that's crap. a resounding already, oh, a resounding oh, yeah from me. You've not ruined anything. You have not ruined anything, Jack. All right? All right? Nothing's been ruined. Sorry. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's bloody lovely. Thank you. It's tasty. Oh, it's a good you. old roast that you can dig into. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Skipton. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where he's from. I don't know. It's not a real place. But... Well, it's it a is building society. Real. It's not a real place. It's a, it's a Tesco. You claim you're from North Yorkshire, but it's actually very far west. Well, it's in the West Riding, isn't it? Oh, sorry. It's right, in okay. the West Riding. Come on now. Um, Tom, what do you it's think? It's a yes from me. I like. I mean, Gunter moving to Raw, I think is a nice choice as well. I would say I'd add a little, uh, little uh, some, some, some to that. A little spaz. I'd have Chad Gable be his first challenger oh. and have Chad Gable be his last. Oh, oh, it's a journey. So Chad loses and then it's just like, yeah, I'm going to make it a big part of the mm. show. But then it's just a case of Chad goes, all right, I've got to, mm. you know, I've got to get serious. I've mm. got to come back. So next time I do this, you can even have Chad do a promo going, next time I face you, mm. I'm having it. Yes. And then it might be six months and before I, you get there. And yeah. I imagine that first match, if produced correctly, would be an impressive enough performance from Chad Gable that people would get behind the idea of that happening. Yeah, yeah that's for it. sure. Yes. Oh, uh, that's wow, I can't believe he did that 
rolling German suplex on Braun at WrestleMania. So good. I can't believe they didn't save that for like a big single. It was amazing though. Still, yeah, it was. But yeah. Anyway. Um, it's superb. It's super. We like. Did we're, you say we're Cody in that list of people as well? I did. So I did my brain just like well. fizzled out there. I, I, but yeah, I'll, that's, I'll, that would be so good. One second there. For one second. Rollins, Balor, Cody, yes. Lesnar, Riddle, Otis, Omos, Logan Paul, Chad Gable. That's a good list Gunter of people. And Omos. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Two big boys. Yeah. Just chopping his yeah. Yeah. <laughs> chopping yeah. his shins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gunter having to wrestle like a luchador <laughs> to try and beat him. Um, I bet he could do it. Oh, yes. I bet he could do it. Andrew, your second pitch, please. Yeah, of course. So my the difficult second album, the, or the Pinkerton. The Pinkerton. My favourite of the... Oh, uh, bloody course uh, it is. Man. Oh, it Ooh, is the blue Asian. album is just too good just, and catchy. Uh, it's so, it is so good, mm -hmm. but Pinkerton's better. Shove that up your bum bums, everybody. <laughs> Pop that up your Pinkerton. Leave um, your Weezer thoughts and yeah, opinions in the comment section down below. I, a, I know Hashpipe and Buddy Holly. Oh, Tom. You know more yeah. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. I saw Give them. I saw them live, and I feel like I'm a really? fraud. I saw them live. Oh, and they did were you very enjoy good. them though? They were very good. Very good live. They were great. Good. They covered Africa when I saw them by Toto. Oh, oh I think they did that when I saw did them they do on the same tour. Yeah, they did when I saw them. They did Paranoid Android as well. By oh, they did do Paranoid Android. And it was yeah, they are silly. They are silly boys. It was perfect. It was so boys. good. Sorry, right. Nine pitches for Weezer covers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, my uh, second pitch actually concerns the tag team division. So um, the tag team division on the main roster is one that seems to have flourished in the mo in most recent times. Thrown together tag teams have been surprising hits with the fans, I feel like, and stayed together for much longer than I think anyone could have initially anticipated either. Uh, for the most part, excluding NXT, I had to think about this. I was like, oh, it's not happened recently. But then I was like, okay, no, it's happened a few times on NXT at least in most recent from what I can remember. There seems to have been, at least from memory, much less tag team partner turns heel on tag team partner taking place on Raw and SmackDown. And I really enjoy that trope not being heavily relied on anymore as it's uh, given us a very exciting and refreshed tag team division. However, I think at this point in 2023, we've basically seen most of the teams prominently featured on both main roster brands duke it out on numerous occasions, uh, whilst also feeling as though they've kind of hit the ceiling with what they can accomplish as a tag team, some of them at least anyway. Uh, so I propose a few little changes the draft could enforce to spice things up a little bit. Uh, first... Let's perhaps do some maybe controversial, maybe not controversial draft choices. I think at this point, I feel like a lot of people maybe are on board with it or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So the Street Profits, for all the talk of them not splitting up or neither of them turning heel on the other, why not split them up through the draft rather than have oh. one be buried by the other in a feud that could potentially hurt for, uh, Ford or Dawkins' momentum True. in the long run? Um, it certainly feels as though WWE and us fancy a bright singles run in the future for Montez Ford. One of the standouts in the 2023 Men's Elimination Chamber match. I think many are surprised it hasn't actually happened already. And that's not to count Dawkins out either. He's really put in the work to prove he's not just the other guy within the tag team too. He's in tremendous shape. On Raw, he was pulling out some fantastic maneuvers, let me yeah, tell you yeah, that. Yeah. Ferocity? Ferocity. Ferocity. The ferocity was on display. Um, another tag team that could be split through this method are Alpha Academy. Chad Gable and Otis. Perhaps in storyline over the next few weeks, we could see Gable finally bring Otis back away from the maximum male models only to then have all this undone heartbreakingly 
as uh, once the boys finally get back together, Chad Gable and Otis are broken away from oh. each other. Ooh. Right? Um, and then we see Otis remain with maximum male models and Chad Gable either be drafted, you know, to SmackDown or stay on Raw if Gunter is on one of the brands, because I also said a few between Gable and Gunter for the IC Championship would be amazing. So a Gable is sad about this. all of what's gone on. He's lost his best friend. So he's getting back to the wrestling. He's trying to take his mind off all this thing that's going on. And that brings him back into being like the wrestling machine that we sort of all know him for. Okay. Um, but then to replace the void of these tag teams and to see some fresh tag team match shakeups, I'd love to see the Creed brothers called up to the main roster, maybe on the Raw brand. Uh, they've been unbelievable in NXT, uh, already being NXT Tag Team Champions and Dusty Classic winners too. So I feel like the next thing for them to do is to go on and be on the main roster and surprise everybody with what they're capable, what they're capable of doing in the ring. They certainly surprised me when I watched them uh, last week uh, for NXT for the podcast. I was like, these Normal are... Flipping good. Yeah, they're These really are good. genuinely like they standouts are. of the show. They're great talents. They really are the great talents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another team I think would work great on the main roster. And I believe also have been, um, their names have been talked about within reports uh, that Triple H has major plans for them on the main roster. Pretty deadly. Oh, yes, I think boy. would be great on the main roster. Yes, team. yes, boy. Yes, boy. They yes, boy. Fantastic. They've got really good have you chemistry. Met them in your UK, uh, uh, not had the pleasure. Oh, no, really. really? Well, I they, thought you might have worked on the same. Nah, show they're more somewhere. based down south. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. They are more than circuit. Southernly boys, aren't they? Southernly boys. Southernly boys. Um, I think they'd be great. They've already got a uh, history there with the New, New Day. And uh, I believe when the Brawling Brutes came to NXT as well, they had a match with them too. So there's still stuff there uh, that could be had. And I think you've kind of got a dichotomy there as well. You've got the uh, you've got the Creed Brothers, Wrestle Boys. They are wrestling boys, wrestling focused boys. You've got um, you've then got Pretty Deadly as well, who like the comedic stuff too. Uh, which I think would be a nice sort of a nice uh, a nice blend of styles to go up to the main roster and uh, and impress everybody. So break up mm. some teams, but bring up some new fresh teams uh, just to shake things up a wee bit. It's a yes. From, I'll be honest, right? When you started talking about breaking up tag teams, I was like, it's going to be a no. It's going to be a yeah. no. But then each one you said had a good justification behind it. So mm. I can't give it anything other Thank you. than a Oh. Yes, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> it's a new bit. I yes, saw, boy. I just saw this for down Breeze. by the. I just saw it down. Come on, give us a yes, boy for Breeze. I don't spray. know why it's in here, but no. I... <laughs> come on, come on. It's, it's a fresh, boy. fresh boy. Yes, boy. He's got Equipment. You. He's got you with that. Careful, the vapors. Oh, it, it smells like it smells <laughs> like somebody has treated a wet armpit <laughs> with with Febreze, <laughs> which I believe is what Febreze were going for. <laughs> it's a yes from me as well. No. Yes, boy. <laughs> um, my only concern would be what becomes of Otis. What becomes of Dawkins? Maximum male models. Make them model, make them. Yeah. No, um, I think for I think Dawkins. I think well. We say what becomes of Dawkins. I think Dawkins has a lot to prove himself. As I said, I think he's really sort of shaped up to be... to Because there was a moment in time where everybody was like, Montez Ford, Montez Ford, Montez Ford. And yeah, that does still feel like the case, but it feels less like the case now. Dawkins is in like 
phenomenal shape. And mm. I think he's, stepped up. he's really stepped it up a lot. And he's even, I think in promos and in interviews before, he's like, you know, I want to prove that I'm as good as well, you know? So yeah. I mean, he's not. It's hard to be. It is. Montez he's, is really good. He's so but charismatic. But he's definitely, he's, he's closed the gap. He is. Yeah, he, yeah, he certainly has. So I, th I think that I think they both flourish away from each other, at least anyway. So yeah. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's a yes for me, though. I like, I like the emphasis on tag team. Thank you. Big fan. Your second pitch, please. Oh, okay. Adam Pierce steps up to the podium. Next pick for Monday Night Raw, Elias. Our pick for SmackDown. Welcome back from an impending injury, from a, from a long-standing injury, Ezekiel. To which backstage, to which backstage, Elias goes, Ah, oh, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> So, for the months that follow, it is the adventures of Elias just about making it in time for Raw. Yeah. Like, literally, as he's heading out, put his guitar, hello, I'm Elias! And then, it's like, and as his match is finishing, he overhears Michael Cole, and join us on SmackDown next! Oh, sorry, he joins uh, Kevin Patrick, and join us on SmackDown this week as Ezekiel fights Gunter, and he goes, oh, bugger! And Elias runs to the back, yes. by Vince, I've got to go, gets on a plane, and literally arrives. I don't know why it takes him five days exactly, but arrives <laughs> just in time <laughs> for SmackDown. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got to go, do a photo shoot as Elias, and then, <laughs> a, and then a an advert as Ezekiel, mm. and then he gets to SmackDown just in time for his match. And this is his life back and forth. It's essentially, Act 3 of Mrs. Doubtfire for six months for Elias slash Ezekiel until Survivor Series, where we have oh, no. brand warfare. Oh no. What? So Elias is on the team for Raw and Ezekiel's on the SmackDown team, but Ezekiel got hurt backstage. Oh, so where is he? Of where, oh, he? No. where is he? Oh no. Elias eventually gets into a fight with I don't know, Bobby Lashley from SmackDown, and they end up fighting to the back. And as he fights to the back, here comes Ezekiel. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. He runs in, reaches for the hot tag. He runs wild. He's about to win the match, but then gets hit by a guitar by Elias. What happened here then? They were different What's people no, all along. No, they were no. Different people all along, but both had really bad um, time planning. Okay. I can so believe it. I can believe it. We're both different people. We're just really bad at keeping time. Really it's a bad timekeeping. Time. It's a really good swerve. It's a good swerve. I wasn't isn't it? expecting that at all. Uh, tr truth be told, I had two other pitches on here that I wasn't feeling. The vibe was wrong. <laughs> vibe was off. Okay. So I just I just bounced that one out of my head. So so allow that to to, to be part of your decision. It was now, delightful. Now, oh, it's I'm really torn. Like Natalie and Brulee, even though yeah. it's a cover. Because apparently that's a cover. Torn. Is it? Yeah. Wait, what? I know. No. But, Buddy Holly. Yeah. Yeah, Buddy by Holly, by, Buddy Holly by Weezer. By Weezer. Um, no, um, I'm really torn because I think that, on one hand, love the swerve, really fun. I don't know how they do it. Okay, I guess they are different people. Different people. Um, it's bad time. On the other hand, I am a massive Ezekiel skeptic. I hate Ezekiel. <laughs> you hate Ezekiel? I never found it funny. I liked one bit of it. I liked one bit, and that was Kevin Owens' reaction that to was, That was the best And him bit. going like, and Ezekiel going like, He's like, oh, I'm Jim Owens dressed Ooh. as like his dad or something. He was, oh, yeah. I'm Keith or whatever. And I remember Ezekiel going like, 
Oh, hello, Keith. Ken. <laughs> I like that bit. That was funny. That was where good. he just I accepted it. But after that all stopped, I thought it was bollocks because Ezekiel's character was just nice man without a beard. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. like that. Um, but so, this surely adds a new lick to it. If if he's running back and yes, forth but with I bad time Ezekiel so much. But I'm going to not give you a no. I'm going to give you a Bison Trooper middle bison. Street Fighter. Maybe boy. Maybe boy. Maybe boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will give it because uh, at first I was like, Tom's going to do the thing, isn't he? Where he splits half and half. One half of Elias is Elias, and then the other half is a freshly shaven Ezekiel. Ooh. And then what we do, we do That's camera a great tricks, right? Idea. We do camera tricks this side when when like the hard cam's on. <laughs> We've got Ezekiel. And That's how they do the match graphic for Elias versus yeah. Ezekiel. Yeah. He can only wrestle facing one way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, but think uh, about the camera. Like that YouTuber Dream when he did his face reveal. Do you see that? The whole video. Oh, Dream, yeah. And he's yeah. Just, <laughs> it's pretty creepy. I think he's Vince, trying to show off his popping jawline. But he I don't does, does have a popping jawline. He does, yeah, of course he does. But why not move around, bro? But think about it. If you go to that Survivor <laughs> Series match, because on one side he's going to be standing on the apron oh, like this. Yeah. One side could be Ezekiel. The other side, like this. One side could be uh, Elias. I feel like we're getting um, to... I like it. We need Ross here. We're getting too silly. We need an enforcer in this video. Well, I would like to just uh, also point out the fact that, Jack, when we did a pitches video... I don't video want to talk about, sorry, Ross pitched that George Mays gets turned into well, chips. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you do carry Also, on. well, you see, I, I was sandwiched between... Uh, well, mm, sexy. I was sandwiched <laughs> between Tom and Ross for, for a pitches video recently about uh, who should dethrone Roman Reigns. And again... Ross's was silly as well. Were they silly as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's different because that's apologize. Ross being silly. I think no, I'll get I'll get canned. For no, no I should apologise to you boys because <laughs> yes, boys, yes, boys, yes, because yes. I've failed to take into account that we've all got a bit of silliness in us, don't we? I'm gonna give it a I'll, I'll give it a, a bison as well. Also, oh, it's one ah, full yeah, yes, yeah. basically. You can't yeah. say no if you no, want. No, it's no. fine. I ain't, I ain't it's fun, Tom. It's fun. I got thick skin and a thick head. It's fun. Right, my second pitch. It's what we want to happen. Is, Sorry, did I miss it? My second pitch is I'm assuming I've put here that Adam Pierce will be the draft man. Mm. He'll be the one conducting the draft. <laughs> the, draft man. Uh, <laughs> the world's worst supervillain. But if, oh, it's a bit chilly. It's here. draft man. <laughs> but if at all, <laughs> but if at all possible. I would like it to be Triple H instead for more gravitas when what happens Ooh. eventually happens. But I don't think Triple H should be risking it. Spoilers, there's a there's a fight. And I don't think Triple H should be risking his own physical... It should be Pierce, probably. But if it could be Triple H, ideally it would be. Anyway, towards the end of the night, whichever one it is, is about to announce the final main draft pick. I assume for Raw, because Raw gets more people because it's three hours. Mm. Uh, before he can announce it, though, he is viciously attacked from behind by a man in a balaclava. We love a balaclava oh, we do. here. He beats Pierce or Triple H down and leaves them slumped over the draft podium before grabbing them and throwing them off the stage. The man then unmasks to reveal that it. Have you got any? Do you want any guesses? Guessy Wessies? Guessy Wessies. Um, Romulus Ranulus. No, it's not. It's not Romulus Ranulus. Oh, Reigns. No, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not. <laughs> no. No. Brom Breaker. Oh, close. It's Grayson Waller. Oh, oh, oh I nearly good. said Grayson Waller. And I then put, what are you doing? Yeah. Had it been Shawn Michaels doing the draft? Picks? Oh, oh they meant if Shawn had jumped Triple A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Waller runs off, evading security. A few minutes later, as flagged by the announced team just before the main event of the night, whatever it is. Uh, Grayson Waller has gone live on Instagram with a video of himself running through the bowels of the arena and out into the car park. He's doing his Grayson Waller thing, talking about how he's made an impact and he'll be seeing us again very soon. 
This follows the theme of his actions of the past. A heel who'll do anything for attention and clout. He beat down Johnny Gargano during his farewell NXT speech mm-hmm. and threatened Shawn Michaels in the build to stand and deliver for attention as well and because he hates Shawn Michaels before attacking a returning Gargano in front of his wife and child. At the time of recording, he's a very despicable, unscrupulous heel uh, who does anything for attention. At the time of recording, though, Grayson Waller does have a title shot tonight at the t- mm-hmm. as we record this on a Tuesday against Carmelo Hayes, but I think he's definitely going to lose that because it's Hayes' first big title yeah. defense and he's just become champion. I also think that Grayson's story in NXT after this title shot is pretty much done and he's ready for a move up to the main roster. He is easily good enough in the ring and a unique character who can have some very interesting main roster storylines in the age of social media because he loves to be an all attention seeky on social mm-hmm. media. It's part of his heel gimmick. He does terrible things in the name of attention and I think that is tailor-made for a, a modern audience. So... Call up Grayson and have him beat up an authority figure to signify his arrival. Wit woo. Wit woo. I'm at, well, he could beat up Triple H, couldn't he? Best mates with Sean. That's what he could. That's who he could go for. Yes, he could. But I'm just scared. But it's yeah, not, just scared. But, but in my perfect scenario here, I guess Triple H would survive it. He'd be fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Go on, there's Triple H. When, he, yeah. when you said there was slumped over the podium, all I could uh, all I could think about was Mr. Burns and who shot Mr. Burns. Oh, <laughs> like, slumps over the sundial. It's a yes from me. I think. I think. Oh, for the longest time, I really thought Marge shot Mr. Burns. You know. Didn't we all? Well, but even after the show, even after the episode, what? Even even after it had been definitively well, told yeah, that it was Maggie I that, that did Mr. it, Mr. Burns would have lied about that because he loves Marge and he would want to protect her. Yeah. But then they show when the gunshot rings out, Marge is elsewhere going, "What?" Mm. So it's not. It is Maggie. But... I think alternative endings. Yeah. They kept everyone guessing. But they should have. It should have been Marge. It Nine pitches for Marge. who shot Mr. Burns. Because <laughs> he'd stolen sweet from her baby. Yeah. He took candy from her and he baby. And he didn't remember who Shouldn't be eating sweet, should he? Yeah. <laughs> that is. I can't solve it. Can you? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it a shot. <laughs> so good. <laughs> anyway, give it so. A shot. <laughs> I, I see yes from me as well. Okay. I enjoyed it. I thought it was nice. And like I said, it, it's in keeping with Grayson Waller's persona mm. of mm. just being a troublemaker. Oh yes. Yeah. Like Ollie Murs. Yeah, troublemaker. Oh. I think I think he's more likely to beat up Adam <coughs> Pierce than Triple H though. Yeah. I feel like if if he beats up Triple H then the the following night at NXT would end with Waller eating a pedigree. <laughs> yeah, incomprehensibly beaten by Triple H. <laughs> Triple H when he rolls up his sleeves is ready to batter anyone. Like he's got superpowers. Then when he comes out of King of Kings and rolls up those shirt sleeves, he can be of anyone he wants. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah. big oh, thing down. would be what you do with Waller when he gets there, because that's a very impactful chapter one. It is. He mm. can't just then go in and just go into a bloody feud with Dexter Loomis. Like it's gonna um, be like, all right, then you're in now, boy. What, what about you and Cody one on one? Because you've got Austin Theory, who used to do all the social media stuff as well. They're quite similar boys. They are, and um, I reckon, but I reckon they could be like clashes. Like Austin mm. can be like, I dropped all that and look where I am now. Mm. I'm a champion. They could do that. Yeah, he could have a feud with. I keep just thinking Chad Gable. He could have Chad Gable. The rest of everyone. It all goes back to Chad Gable. Gable. Mm-hmm. Um, he could feud with Rollins. I reckon if he started yeah. off like that. Yeah. yeah, I think Rollins is a good starting. Because Rollins could be like, you're not. Cloudy, I'm cloudy. Mm. Fashion off with Waller's all his Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. There we go. Um, nice. Andrew, yeah. third and final pitch, please. My third <gasps> and final pitch. It's all right, Jack. A third one, always difficult, like a third album from Weezer. Like the Green Album. The Green, the green album. album. That was a divisive one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's some bangers That's on there. Hash pipe, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, but some less memorable songs on there. You know what I mean? It fell somewhere in the middle. Look at the track list while you read out your... Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) 
So um, to bounce off my first pitch slightly, in building new stars, I'd like to apply that alongside the hottest storyline still continuing within WWE at the moment, and that's obviously in regard to the maximum, no, bl the bloodline. <laughs> in regards to the bloodline. Um, so there's been so many hints recently that Roman Reigns has been growing increasingly more tired of the escapades of his cousins, the Usos, laying more trust and responsibility on the shoulders of Solo Sokoa instead. Now, we know that Sokoa has played an instrumental role in ensuring that the undisputed WWE Universal Championship stays firmly in the grasp of the Tribal Chief, but what if that one defining factor were to be drafted separately from the rest of his family? So we keep Solo on Raw whilst Roman and the Usos are moved exclusively to SmackDown. And that could make for some interesting storytelling in the Bloodline saga. As Roman's patience with Jimmy and Jay continues to wear thin and his title defenses are less one-sided affairs with the absence of Solo, Sokoa could be carving his own path on Raw, tearing his way through the roster single-handedly, perhaps picking up a mid-card title and now quite possibly the new world heavyweight title, really solidifying his own dominance on the red brand. This could then, in turn, start causing conversations amongst those in the locker room. Well, if Solo can do it on his own without the help of his family, then who really is the head of the table after all? Roman becomes more paranoid seeing this all play out, the jealousy and doubt piling on top of him. Perhaps it's even revealed in a backstage segment between the Tribal Chief and Paul Heyman that this was never supposed to happen in the first place. Roman had always been adamant of keeping Solo by his side, under his thumb this whole time, because he knew the threat his enforcer could pose to him when left to his own devices. Mm. Mm. Roman plays coy, however, congratulating his cousin on his success, all whilst knowing that deep down, his cousin has nothing else to aim for but that very top spot. It's unspoken, but you can feel that tension between the two sides. You then allow for Solo to grow on his own accord. You build new stars, especially if you have Sokoa remain this dominant, this dominant force, perhaps akin to Gunther at the moment as well, in which they have great matches on the regular with new challengers, and then both parties seem to emerge better for that interaction uh, in the long run. Maybe Solo isn't the one to dethrone Reigns for the championship, but to dethrone him from his position at the head of the table. That's something I could see happening alongside his brothers and Jimmy and Jay. Roman could lose everything but his position. So maybe he's lost the titles at this point. He's got nothing left apart from being the head of the table. And we've also got, you know, the Solo Sokoa there, perhaps with the with a with a new world heavyweight championship in his grasp, and that's something that Roman wants. He can't he can't fathom that he's not the top dog anymore. Um, and then maybe we get a match down the line, the world heavyweight championship on the line against like the head of the table position on the line as well. Who's gonna who who's gonna emerge out on top? And then ultimately, it's it's the color that comes out on top. I was top gonna ask you, would you have come out on top so as, as the head of the table? Say it ain't so. We've missed that one. That was the big we one. Are, yeah, that's a very wow, good wow. one. Say it ain't so, lo. Say it ain't so. Hey. Where's Heyman during all this? Is he on SmackDown? I with think the he's lads? on SmackDown right. with the lads, and that's why sort of Roman and Heyman are kind of conversing with each other like this shouldn't ever happen. We know we knew this yeah, was gonna yeah, happen right. like this whole time, but maybe after that. Paul Heyman tries to align himself with Solo, but then maybe Solo's like, nah. Now, you know what you do instead? You have Heyman go to Raw with Solo. Mm. As if a Roman goes, go with him, keep mm. an eye on That's him. That's a good idea. And as time goes on, Paul's like, actually, this I guy... can't control him. Yeah. yeah. He's too powerful. He's out of control. <laughs> he's like Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> he's big air. Yeah. Bloody margin <laughs> Bill, this, lad. 
That's Paul Heyman. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yes from me because it's a solo solo push. Mm. It's a solo solo push, yes. which I think is definitely on the cards. And I think if done right, you could potentially make a guy that could topple Roman Reigns. Not necessarily yeah. beat him for the title, but certainly bring mm. him down. And then and Roman's the guy. We get away from the solo always getting the win for Roman sort of thing. Yes. Which is something that's happened quite frequently at this point. I, so. I don't think it's as compelling as if Cody or Sammy had beaten Roman, but I don't think that's your fault. So it's yeah. a yes from me. Mm. Thank yeah. you. You can't change what's happened in no. the past. It's true. It's so true. So it's a yes from me. Thank you. Thank you. Or work. even Drew in Wales. That would have been That would have been, been great as well. Pretty good. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, that was Solo's baby, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was very exciting. Gosh. It was very exciting. We all screamed. Oh, we, do. we did. That was <laughs> one of the screams, yeah. Oh, well, you were both there. Yeah. We sat next to each other. Having wow. a lovely time, weren't we? Yeah, we just shouting, you bastard. You oh, bastard. How was that, um, <laughs> how was that Gunter Seamus match live? Unreal. Oh, my God, it's amazing. You, like, oh. you know when you hear the chuck, you know, like, when, when you're in an arena, uh, sorry, when you're watching it on TV and you're like, oh, you can hear the chops, but you're like, ah, well, it's clear there must be like mics around or something like that to mm. make it sound louder. No, oh my God. No. It was, it's like it's in your ear. Right. And right next wow. to you. Piercing. It was piercing. Piercing. Piercing, piercing. Piercing, <laughs> I got what Tom meant when he said piercing. <laughs> you've decided to go in a more avant garde direction there with piercing. <laughs> I'm going in my Yoko Ono face. Okay, right, 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 right. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> our next pitch, please. The, the one thing these pitches never do is go avant-garde. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. My third and final pitch for the benefit of the Midnight Society. Oh. Right. The draft concludes. However, one member of the WWE roster is without a home, and that would be Veer Mahan. Mm. Okay. Jinder offers Veer a place on his team in NXT, but he refuses a pity draft. He says, I've got a better idea. If I can't come on Raw, if I can't come on SmackDown, if I can't come on NXT, Where's he going? I'm going to come everywhere else. Oh, my God. Cameras follow Veer Mahan as he puts all his worldly possessions in a cloth on a stick <laughs> like the littlest hobo <laughs> and, heads out, and heads out to seek his wrestling fortune. He walks from Orlando to Jacksonville where AEW is hosting Dynamite, interrupts a promo by MJF with a boot to the face. Wardlow, the TNT champion, runs to the ring to give the invader, to get the invader out. He too gets a boot to the face. Via stacks Wardlow on MJF, pins wait, them wait, both, wait, counts wait. his own three, grabs the AEW world title and the TNT title and leaves through the crowd, continuing his walk, swapping it to a swim when he reaches the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> He swims all the way to Mexico, shakes himself off oh. like a lovely dog, and walks into Estadio Caliente. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, yeah. a AAA show is underway. Veer walks through the crowd and enters the ring, and he's met by AAA mega champion Vikingo, yeah. who gets a boot to the face. Veer pins him himself, counts his own cover, grabs the AAA mega championship, and leaves through the crowd. On his way out, he bumped into he bumps into uh, Nueva Generación de Nimita, <laughs> the World Trios champions. Yeah, them. They get one gravity-defying collective boot to the face. Okay. He stacks and pins them, leaves with their belts. Veer then marches on through middle America. He storms a GCW event where Masha Slamovich is the GCW world <laughs> champion. He gets a boot to the face, 
pinned, takes the title. He interrupts an MLW underground taping so he can boot Alexander Hammerstone in the face. Is that he's still the champion? I mean, think no. so. And oh. take the MLW world title. On his oh, way up the ramp. Oh, it may be. He has a belt. Oh. On the way up the ramp, he hits Akira with a boot to the face to take the middleweight title for good measure. Yeah. He's not middleweight. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. He goes to the home of That's P- too far. He goes to the home, the home of PWG World Champion Daniel Garcia, and after a <laughs> boot to the door, he gives him a boot to the face. Okay. <laughs> Takes his belt after the three count, declares himself the PWG champion and the winner of the next five years of the Battle of Los Angeles. I'll just, I need to just. We're not done. You, I know, I know, but sorry, just I need to tell you my thought process. Andrew, Please do. Right yeah, 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 yeah. Tom has lured me into a false sense of security with pictures before. Yeah. I'm now expecting a twist and I'm not sure there's going to be one. Bruce Hart? <laughs> oh my God. Bruce Hart? Tom, please. Do. No, no, no. <laughs> no, was it? <laughs> All right, okay. Right. Uh, right, where was I? Daniel Garcia. He's been he, booted in, boot in the, the face. face. He wraps his boot in barbed wire, gate crashes an XPW event, yes. does a barbed wire boot to the face of Masada and pins him and takes the a- XPW world champion. Being kept on his person? He's just carrying them around his body, some of his little cloth bag. <laughs> From there, Mahan heads north, Canada, where he bursts into the impact zone. What's I he doing here, Maggle? To an unstoppable, uh, like an unstoppable wrecking ball of beard. Steve Macklin, world champion, boot to the face, pin, thank you. Trey Miguel, exhibition champion, boot to the face, yeah. pin, thank you. Joe Hendry, digital media no, champion. Not him. Yep, say no, his name and no, boot to the face no, appears. Not Joe. Wins the championship. Say his name and here comes beer. I believe he is coming. <laughs> Bullet Club World Tag Team Champions, boots. To the face club, more like. Diana Perrazzo, <laughs> knockout champion. Knock her out of the boot of the face. Okay. Veer throws them all in the ring, climbs on top of them all like a mountain of people, counts three, and takes all their titles as okay. his own. Veer leaps into the cold, unforgiving water of Canada and swims all the way to Japan, where we'll be saying sayonara to Sonada. ZIWGP <laughs> world champion, boot to the face. Tama Tonga's open title reign is closed by a boot to the face. Zack Sabre Jr. offers the rampage Veer some calming words, but he gets a Tesco meal deal of one boot, one face, and a bag of crisps <laughs> before having his NGPW TV title taken off him. Yes. Is Noah safe? Noah away! Oh, Jake Lee, oh, boot to the face, new GHC champ is Veer Mahan. Is Big Japan safe? Big, Big yikes! Japan. No! Yuji Okabayashi, the world's strong heavyweight champion, no. gets a boot to the face, no. gets relieved of his title. Veer commandeers a rowing boat, powers across the oceans all the way to Europe, where every champion in dub X dub in Germany, every belt holder in progress, Nordic elite wrestling, ICW, Rev Pro, OTT, North, Rise, and Attack Pro, falls to a combo of Veer Mahan and boots to faces in that order. Veer fights back from Europe to his humble abode in Florida. Right, here we go. Hundreds and hundreds of wrestling championships over his shoulder and around his person. Veer was told he wasn't allowed to come on Raw, he wasn't allowed to come on SmackDown or come on NXT, so he decided to come everywhere else. And as the sun set on a grateful wrestling universe, Veer shed a tear, knowing that he'd bet on himself... And now there was nowhere left for him to come. Veer felt his body start to tingle. He noticed his hand started glowing as he very gradually became a beam of light. His life purpose had been filled. 
He'd come everywhere. <laughs> and there was one place left to come. And that was home. Oh, oh you. Wow. Or wow. a storyteller. There's something about Bruce Hart. <laughs> <laughs> um, the draft. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you'd think someone would have drafted him. He's really good. Yeah, that's what I thought. But now he just went and came everywhere else. I mean, obviously, it's a, a no from me. A Fair. No. I'm a a well-deserved no. I'm worried about being a killjoy here. Andrew? It's <laughs> a, a yes from me. <laughs> right, right, right. That was some of the... the from from the first word, Tom, till the final sentence you said there, you had me hooked like that. I had you it coming. Was, there was one place he had to come. And home, and that, that, that's was, that what was sold really, me. That that's was what really sold me on the whole entire. That was that was a nice ending. Beautiful. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes. Is the implication it's not about that the he's from space. Well, we'll never know. Okay. We just know that he turned into, into a beam of light and disappeared, like Poochie. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> died on the way back <laughs> to his own planet. <laughs> I must go now. <laughs> um, wow. Well, thank you, everybody. I know. Thank you. I feel I like even though I gave it a cigarette after that. Jesus. I, my last one is a serious one, so I'm fuming. Um, really, just <laughs> what a serious one. Made a this few... happened to me, right? So I, so, so uh, Ross had gone and done a really wonderful, big, elaborate, silly, silly thing. Is this yeah. the but Cody so Otis good. one? Yeah, when where they merged, they merged together. together to create Codis or right, something right, like right. that. And then I had a serious one, and then it was outshined again by one of Tom's, uh, what, <laughs> Tom's it, future. Oh, WrestleMania 97. Feels, yeah. It feels sad, doesn't it? Because you put effort into these, like you really think about the consequences. Well, that, had, the, the, that had a lot of effort put into it, I believe, as well. Uh, a lot of time spent on Cage Match for that one. So thank you to, yeah. to Alan Cage Match <laughs> for, for, for all your handy thank statistics. You, um, Thanks, is there any point? Yeah, okay. So yes, my, of course my, there is. Let's move Charlotte Flair on over to Raw. It's the move that makes the most sense. I'm Jack from Cultaholic, and here are three reasons Charlotte Flair <laughs> should move to Raw. <laughs> I've done a voiceover script for some reason. Great. <laughs> Number one, Rhea Ripley is now the SmackDown Women's Champion. And despite Charlotte's whole, you got me kid thing after their WrestleMania match, I have limited interest in seeing any more of their feud. Mm -hmm. um, they've had several matches already over the years. And I don't really care. <laughs> Number two, one person on Raw at the minute is the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. She's beaten Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. She's beaten Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. And she's also beaten Bailey in wrestling matches, not at WrestleMania. But what about Charlotte Flair? Oh, Can to... Bianca catch them all? Um, it writes oh. itself. The Elite Four. <laughs> the Elite Four. The four horse women. Yes. Um, I think she should beat Charlotte. Not as soon as Charlotte gets on Raw, though. They should build to it. Well, probably at Mania. Mm. Number three... I don't care too much about Trish Stratus' heel run in this impending match. It's fine, I guess. But the match I really want to see Becky have, and maybe that we all want to see, is Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Because behind Rhea versus Bianca, it is maybe the second biggest match the women's division could put on right now. And with Charlotte on Raw, it becomes mm. a big possibility. <laughs> now, given It becomes good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Now, given the stuff that reportedly went down between them during the belt exchange segment and the backstage argument that apparently ensued, I just can't see them on the same brand at any point in the near future. However, that is also the very reason I want to see them have that match. Mm. Because think of them. Think of the bad blood in your house. They, they, didn't, they, didn't they sort of do that? Anyway, a few years ago. Oh, no, what? With the, the Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch thing where oh, like no. they genuinely had a big fallout. Oh. And, they were and they were having a match, and then afterwards, Becky had a, did a promo where she was crying. 
Because she was like, that's, that's, you know, she used to be my friend and we're not friends anymore. Yes, oh, I yeah. do remember that. Survivor series, I want to say. Oh, damn. They did have, <laughs> they've had that match already. Run it back. We can run, run it back. No, no. Think of the first two points I said, the the Bianca match <laughs> and the fact that Rhea's now on SmackDown and Charlotte can move to Raw. They had that match. Mm, they, they had did. it. Because the intrigue going in was, are they going to shoot on each other? Oh, mm. damn. <laughs> but, so, but you know what? It is such a good idea that WWE have already done it. Yeah. So, and you had that. No. But that's a good, though. That's a good, means it's a good idea. Yeah. They're more likely to do that than... And a good bloody... idea is a good idea forever. Yes. Oh. Then now forever. You know what they say? It yeah. was a good idea then. It's a good idea now. It's <laughs> a yes from me. Oh, I'm so Gutted now together. Forever. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter, boy. It does, it does. It's now forever it's yes together. Yes, me, Jack. Yes, Nicole. boy. Give me the spray. No. <laughs> give me the spray. Give me the spray. Yes, boy. Uh, oh, here we go. Hey, I look. Wait, go on. No. Go on. Give us a big yes, boy. Come on. Yes, yes, boy. Boy. yes boy. Give us a nice, confident look down the camera. There it is. Thank you for watching. It's <laughs> <laughs> a yes from me because I've... Bianca. Thanks, and guys. Charlotte would be great together. Yeah, I'd I like that. I think Bianca and Charlotte, I think the Bianca. All of my hand. Collecting all the four horsewomen is a good shout. Yeah, it would make mm. it would make her. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a Weezer thing. I'm the greatest man that ever lived. <laughs> I was born <laughs> to give and give and give. Becky Lynch is the greatest man that ever. <laughs> right. Lived. Yeah. There we go. Radioactive. Now it's the end of the video. Now, guys. <laughs> is it? Uh, we've got good. one more surprise for you all. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> oh, it didn't sound like I was going <laughs> to. No, no. Ladies and gentlemen, but before, we, way but before we, go, before we go, we've got one more surprise Buddy for you all. Do you recognize this voice? Um, Jack, get my pillow off your face. That's right. <laughs> what? This from? what? Hang on. What's this? <laughs> Stars in their Buddy. eyes. Oh. Do you recognize this voice? Oh, but then what oh, was that? Jack. It's me, I remember you. It's your old mate from school, Benny Clifton. Benny's back. Big Cliffy. What's going on? <laughs> this is the greatest nine pitches. <laughs> nine pitches for a nine pitches video. Right, Jack. Thank you very much for watching the video, everybody. Um, it is the end of the video, and it is. <laughs> I've been Jack. However. No, this has been Andrew and Tom. And leave your thoughts and opinions in that old comment section down below. And I'll see you soon. <laughs> I don't know how to do an outro anymore. I don't know what's happened. Bye, everyone. Jack, come home. Bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> <laughs>